Welcome back to the Born to Prosper 90-day devotional series. And today we want to have a look at day 51. Our title today is Check Your Motive for Wanting to Prosper. Our scripture verse, 1 Kings 10 verse 7. Your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which I heard. Today's devotion. Your prosperity can either exceed your fame or name, or your fame or name can exceed your prosperity. What are you known for? Or what would you want to be known for? Is it how much money you have or how much your money is doing for other people? Or is it to be in the tabloids or is it to be seen by God? 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9, the Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. On day 50, we saw that your prosperity will cause others to notice you. However, we should always check our motive for wanting to prosper. God is also looking at your life and your motives, whereas the world only looks at your life. Proverbs 20 verse 6, the Bible says, We will then tell people ourselves how great we are. Paul said in Romans 7 verse 19 in the Living Bible, he said, When I want to do good, I don't. And when I try not to do wrong, I do it anyway. What Paul was saying is that he has to check his motive daily. Don't confuse dying daily to your old self-absorbed fallen nature as a reason for poverty or not being allowed to prosper. Sadly, the church at large for centuries has fallen prey to the money's evil teaching. This has caused the world to use cliches like as poor as a church mouse or saying like, keep the preacher poor and we will keep him humble. Poverty, struggle and boring life have, as mentioned earlier, been associated with Christianity, pastors and churches, resulting in many Christians feeling guilty for having money or guilty for starting to prosper. The only motive you should check when prospering is, is my blessing blessing others? And is my prosperity building Jesus' church? It should not be, should I have money or why do I want to succeed, etc. Remember God told us in Genesis 1.28, Then God blessed them and God told them to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. The desire to be fruitful, multiplied, increase is God-given. It's God-breathed. Prosperity is God's DNA. You cannot feel guilty for something God placed within you. To feel guilty for wanting money and to live a, have a dominion over life will be the same as a married couple feeling guilty for wanting children. God placed the command in us to increase and multiply in every area of our lives. You need to separate the love for money and the purpose of money. That's where motive often gets lost or needs to be checked. Jesus teaches this in Luke 18 and 19. In Luke chapter 18, he tells us the parable of the rich young ruler who wanted to know the key to eternal life, but not the key to a purposeful life. He wanted to keep his fame and fortune and go to heaven, which is what most want. Yet in Luke 19, Jesus tells us about Zacchaeus and his radical salvation. Straight after Zacchaeus gets saved, he tells Jesus that he will give half of his money to the poor and repay fraudulent money before he was saved. The rich young ruler's motive in Luke 18 was for eternal life without applying his prosperity towards a purposeful life. Whereas Zacchaeus in Luke 19, he understood his calling to a life of purpose with his prosperity. So never be afraid to prosper, but always check your motive for wanting to prosper. As we reflect on today's devotion, you know, again, I think it's important again to keep stressing all the time. The reason that this devotional exists and the reason that the Lord told me to write this devotional was because there is this misconception about this thing called prosperity and that it's wrong to prosper. Well, it's definitely not wrong to prosper. As I said, uh, as you read earlier, 
uh, or heard earlier in the in today's devotion is that um, you know feeling guilty to prosper is the same as a married couple feeling guilty for wanting a child. I mean, you know, if God's put something in you to want the desire to uh, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over. It's just, it's an inherent DNA. It's God's DNA that he placed inside man. Um, I mean, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whomsoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So God wanted uh, his son, he wanted his blood, he wanted his, his, his kingdom to have dominion over sin and death. So it's the nature of God. And so God sends his son to come and defeat sin and death so that we could have life. And it was God, if it's in God's nature to want to overcome and defeat things, then it's the same for us. We should have that nature, but our motive for wanting it is always important. I mean, the Bible speaks several times about people that have moved away from their faith, you know, chasing after uncertain riches, piercing themselves through with many sorrows. I've mentioned in previous days that we've looked at is that so many people with good intentions or godly intentions initially they get radically saved. Jesus enters their life. They discover uh, God's plan for their life, kingdom purpose, kingdom principles. And they apply these principles and their life starts to grow. And then suddenly there's this deceptive sort of lure of, you know, more, more, more. And, um, you know, I heard a great definition once where a person made a definition and said, you know, what's the, uh, what's the definition of enough? And the answer was just a little bit more. Because sometimes it's, you know, I'll stop when I have enough. And then we get to that place and we think, gee, but that, you know, came quite quickly or that happened quite fast. And then, but I want more. And the motive that we speak of when we say check your motive for wanting to prosper is that is your finance, your blessing, your increase, is it going to serve a purposeful life and is it going to serve a purpose in God's kingdom? You know, because uh, Christianity without purpose does not exist, not in scripture, maybe in religion, but not in scripture. And uh, God wants you to live a life of prosperity. God wants you to have dominion over. God wants you to live a victorious life. But he wants you to live a life that once you start to have dominion over, once you start to conquer, once you start to gain, once you start to advance, God wants you to use that victory for purpose. So you can, what can you do for more people? You know, can his church advance? Can uh, people's lives change? Can your life, um, you know, impact other people's lives, your money, because the Bible says money answers all things. And uh, it's not just designed to answer all your things in the sense of bigger boats and bigger cars and bigger holiday houses and, you know, bigger diamonds and, um, you know, bigger bonds as the Bible speaks of uh, so often. And sometimes it seems like, you know, you, you labor the point of, you know, but is it wrong to be prosperous? Not at all. I mean, God wants you to have go on international holidays and go to exotic islands with your family and to take times take take time off. I mean, the Bible is very clear that Jesus worked. Uh, the Bible says God, uh, you know, creates the earth. He works for six days and he rests. So rest is in God's nature. It's in the nature of God to rest. But uh, it's in the journey of the six days of work and gaining and making profit and advancing that God says, just keep your eyes on the prize. You know, keep your keep your eyes on the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Don't start losing focus now of why I'm blessing you. You know, too much is given, much is required, says Jesus. Uh, throughout the Old Testament, you have a look at, I'm the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. And each one of those generations had their own battles, their own challenges, but they all were blessed according to the, the covenant promise of God. 
So the covenant promise that God made to Abram, Galatians 3 tells us that it is now, it comes upon the Gentiles. So if Abram was blessed and Isaac was blessed and Jacob was blessed, then you are blessed in Christ, through Christ, because that same covenant comes upon you. But once Abram was blessed, the Bible says he did much with it. The story of Melchizedek, when he comes to bless Abram, the Bible says he gives him a tithe of all. So he had the tithe to give him, but it was because he conquered three kingdoms when he went to go and rescue Lot. But we go and conquer on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a daily basis. We conquer you know, our different markets that we are in, and then we gain spoils, we gain profit. And then God says, well, why do you think I was with you during that, 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 that exploit? Uh, just for what? Just to have more for yourself? He says, no, I was with you so that you, my kingdom can advance. What are you doing? There are people that are that need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The church doors need to be opened. The, the 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 fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. And so I encourage you again today. You know, never be afraid to prosper. But check your motive for wanting to prosper. If you start finding, you know, church or tithing starting to become irritable, it's because the enemy wants you to move away from your initial purpose, and that is the purpose of advancing God's kingdom. So be resilient, be tenacious, uh, be purposeful. Believe God for increase, prosper. But at the same token, come on, let's check our motive. Let's not move away from keeping the main thing the main thing. Amen. And if God has blessed you, just be true to what he has done for you and keep obeying and advancing his kingdom. Let us pray uh, over you today. So Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name and I thank you that your Holy Spirit checks my motive to prosper daily. Thank you that I understand the purpose of money over the love of money and that you empower me to prosper so I can use my prosperity for purpose. I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise that is due to you. Bless me so I can bless others. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, have a great day today. And uh, what action steps will you apply today to live prosperously? Where do you need to make a few changes, a few adjustments? Where do you want the Holy Spirit to shift your focus slightly? Come on, use your money for prosperity, amen. Use your money for purpose and don't uh, allow the enemy to steal and rob from you. Have a great day today and I can't wait to be with you tomorrow on the other side of this in day 52. Be blessed, amen.